Hello and welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pot Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pot Bomb Wrestling Podcast. This is week 19. We are so glad you were with us. I'm your host, your moderator. I don't even care about Sean Ross Sapp. I'm Tyler Peters. Who needs him? These guys are here with me, the leader of the Warzone brand, Chris Bilcher, and the leader of the Mayhem brand, Andy York. Fellas, how are we today? And I might regret that statement with Sean Ross Sapp, but I digress. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't regret it. We'll just put it out to the world, Tyler, and anything can happen. Yeah. So I don't think you'll regret it. No. So, Listen. He'll, he'll threaten to, 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 uh, to have his mixed martial arts on me, so I may be in trouble. Well, I was going to say, if so. Elon Musk and Zuckerberg can fight, you know, we'll get Tyler Peters versus, <laughs> versus Sean Ross, Ross Sapp. <laughs> hey, any... <laughs> there we go. Any, Fuck it, Tony Khan. Any publicity is good publicity, <laughs> all true. right? So uh, we're good with that. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, man, we are having yeah, fun well, here on it. the PBWF. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. If this is your first time, make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Make sure that you uh, give our show a five-star review. We would appreciate that very much. Follow us on social media at PBW Podcast. This is week 19 of season two. There is six months of craziness uh, that they can go back and listen to, Andy, on our feed. But, man, season two is, is coming to a close pretty quick. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're well past the halfway mark. We're almost past, like, the th- I think we're past, like, the three-fourths way mark. At we're this past two-thirds. We're almost a three th- three-fourths, yeah. I guess. I think basically by the pay-per-view will be. I hate fractions. Yeah, I do, too. Um, <laughs> listen, we're from Kentucky, yeah, I mean, and we got that private school education. I Fractions are not my friend. No. Um, but, yeah, we're, I can't believe we're already this far. And, uh, you know, we are uh, have a lot planned for not just the rest of this season, but we've already also started planning for next season as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there will be a season three. I don't know how many seasons of this will do, but as long as we're having fun, we're going to keep it rolling. <laughs> I can tell you that. As long as we can come up with interesting ideas, and it's like, Andy, it's like we talk offline, man. As long as we can find ways to challenge each other and challenge yeah. ourselves and put new twists on things, yeah. then that as long as we can do that, we're going to keep doing this, Tyler. And I think you guys should. I've really enjoyed getting to host. And even if I wasn't hosting, I'm just a big fan of what these two gentlemen are doing. I mean, as far as their booking, it's just been very intriguing. So I'm with you. If you're not listening and checking out the Pop Bomb Wrestling Podcast, their normal show, and then this uh, federation they have going on, then you're missing out. And I I mean that truly. I know I try to be a comedian, but I'm actually not joking. It's some good (laughs) stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, We wouldn't be doing it if we weren't having fun, that's for sure, because it does take a lot of time and effort. Um, So we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't having fun. Uh, But, Tyler, man, before we get going with Week 19, let's recap Week 18 in case our listeners missed it or in case you're new to the show. Again, I highly recommend that you go back and check stuff out. Don't just listen to our recaps. Go check it out. There's a lot more that we're not going to cover. Uh, So go check that out. Andy, something weird happened in week 18, man. Um, Maxwell Jacob Freeman decided to <laughs> go into business for himself thinking uh, that it was 2024 uh, and doing whatever the heck he wants. Yeah. MJF showed up on both Warzone and Mayhem. He did. He did. And, uh, you know, 
maybe there'll be a punishment for it. Maybe there won't be. You know, you never know with Max. He kind of gets to do what he wants to do, but it, yeah. it, see, it seemingly he gets to do what he wants to do. But Max showed up um, as Edge called out the devil, who he is still seeking the identity of. Max showed up and says that nobody's the devil, but Maxwell Jacob Friedman and Edge speared him out of his loafers. And that was that. Uh, so quite the interesting showing for MJF. I don't know if that is that, but. Well, <laughs> that was that for week 18. Yeah, Let's put go. it that there way. Uh, Ricochet. Hey, you got me guessing. There you go. Ricochet made his surprise debut on Mayhem, or sorry, on Warzone. I'm thinking both shows now. Um, Ricochet showed up on Warzone, fell in defeat to Johnny Gargano for the Intercontinental Championship. Elias also made his surprise debut last week. And let's just say... Um, Got murdered. <laughs> Wardlow destroyed him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we got that... Let's see what else happened here. Alexa Bliss made her return last week, attacking Bianca Belair, staking her claim for that Evolution Championship. We had an incredible six-man tag with AJ Styles and the Good Brothers against Damian Priest and the Luchas. And then in our main event, what you voted on as the Texas Bull Rope match, Cody Rhodes defeated Matt Cardona. What about over there on Mayhem? Yeah, so on Mayhem, we uh, kicked the night off with the longest reigning PBWF champion uh, on Mayhem, Roman Reigns, who cut a promo talking about how Austin's a coward. He's not even going to show up tonight. They were supposed to have a face-to-face last week. Austin wasn't medically cleared to be there. He was getting ready to leave when he was interrupted by Will Ospreay, who basically called Roman a coward. Roman said, if I'm such a coward, then why don't you fight me next week? Osprey said, well, if you're not a coward, put the PBWF championship on the line. So in the main event of tonight's show, Roman Reigns is facing Will Osprey for the PBWF championship. Um, Kyrie Sane was in action against Athena uh, after becoming the number one contender for the women's championship. So she will be facing Asuka at the pay-per-view. Um... The Rock was there to call out CM Punk, who refused to answer the call. Um, and The Rock had some uh, less, than, words. Le- less than stellar uh, opinion of CM Punk, but you know he uh, he gave his he gave his word, so he uh, was able to run that out there. And then John Moxley was in action against the newest member of the new authority of Mr. McMahon's new authority, which happened to be Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So he is the newest member of Vince's stable that he's got going on. So now, apparently, for this War Games match between Team Regal and Team McMahon, as of right now, it is four on three. We will have some more developments on that in the not-so-near future. And then um, John Cena had a problem with Bray Wyatt setting up something down the line. And then the main event, the Elite defended their uh, trios tag team championships against Imperium, Walking away with the win. At the end of the show, though, they called out the Undisputed Era. The Undisputed Era alongside Tommaso Ciampa. It was four on three, but not for long because the Cowboy is back on Mayhem. Hangman Adam Page made his return and will actually be in action tonight against Tommaso Ciampa himself. So oh. that will be coming up on tonight's show as well. That's a fun little spoiler right yeah, there, Tyler. To it. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff. I mean, just fantastic uh, content. And I can't wait. Adam Hangman Page. My goodness, that that is huge, Andy, and, and what you've got cooking for us, Chris. Speaking of the Rock, I mean, uh, you know, let, leave it to uh, him to, you know, really <laughs> torture somebody. I mean, you talk about somebody that can tear down uh, any opponent. I mean, exactly just right. ask Stephanie McMahon. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you're exactly but, uh, right. You know, hey, it, right, boy, I'm getting off the rails quick, ain't it, guys? But uh, I'll tell you, as the moderator, I, I guess we're not going to waste any more time. We alternate each week, and Chris, you get to go first. Each uh, person has 30 minutes to present their show, and then Andy will follow, of course. Uh, like DX says, are you ready, my friend? Well, since DX is running my show, I will say we're ready. Right. Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> 30 minutes okay. on the clock. Here we go. No opening package. We open to a shot of the live crowd. Welcome to Warzone, everybody. I'm Tom Hannibal alongside Corey Graves. What a night we have in store. After his win last week over Matt Cardona, Cody Rhodes getting a crack at the other half of the tag champs, Brian Myers, Sasha Banks battles EO Sky in a non-title match, and we will hear from Alexa Bliss regarding her attack on Bianca Belair. But right now... It's time for a contract signing. AJ Styles and Seth Rollins are already in the ring with our GM, Triple H. Triple H says, hello and welcome to Warzone and welcome to the contract signing for the main event of And Justice for Brawl. Two of the absolute best our business has ever seen will battle for the richest prize in all of PBWF. And no, ladies and gentlemen, before you start thinking, I'm not talking about Roman Reigns and that title that he tries to back out of defending every chance that he can. I'm talking about the real world champion, our fighting champion, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Rollins interrupts and he jumps up on the table and he says, that's right. I'm the man. I'm the real world champion of the PBWF. I'm out here by myself. I don't need a bunch of goons doing my bidding for me. I don't need fat. So Heyman telling everybody, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns isn't here tonight. No, I'm here defending my title. Doesn't matter if it's in the first match, last match. When you see Seth Rollins name on the marquee, you know, you're getting a show like you've never seen before. So, Trips, I'm fired up. Give me this contract. Let's make this thing official. Seth signs the contract, and he throws it in AJ's lap, who's still sitting there. AJ kind of chuckles. Seth says, what? Is this a game to you? You think this is funny? Are you not taking this seriously, or are you too busy trying to be buddy-buddy with Edge? AJ starts to get heated. He stands up and he says, no, Seth, I'm good. I'm absolutely taking this seriously. But I keep your mouth shut about Roman. I know you guys have had a history and you probably know him better than me, but I've been screwed over by Paul Heyman a time or two as well. <laughs> so I hope you're not trying to pick a fight with him when you should be worried about the phenomenal AJ Styles. AJ signs the contract. These two men are eye-to-eye -eye in the middle of the ring. 
Triple H gets in between them. They start jawjacking. Triple H backs AJ away, gets him out of the ring. Rollins turns the other way, but AJ springboard off the ropes. Phenomenal forearm connects on Seth Rollins. You can hear AJ screaming, let's go, let's go. AJ Styles is showing he is very focused on the World Heavyweight Championship. What a match it's going to be. What a night we have here tonight. Sasha Banks is in action coming up next. All right, we are back. We're in the locker room of Edge. It's a close-up shot on his face, and he says, Black Widows, Devil, Malachi, enough is enough. I'm tired of playing games. I'm here. Where are you? I want answers. Let's do this right now. I want my wife back. I want my life back, and I want rid of you. All of a sudden, the lights start flickering. Edge starts looking around. The lights totally go out. But then all of the round lights around a mirror come on. And on the mirror, in some sort of black ooze, it says, see you later. And Edge screams and he throws a chair and shatters the mirror. The feed cuts and we head to the ring where EO Sky is already out here. Here comes the women's champion, the boss, Sasha Banks. All right, here we go. Referee calls for the bell. This should be interesting, though. No damage control out here with EO. These two ladies lock up. Series of arm wrenches and kip-ups by both ladies. Sasha has the arm bar in. EO with a vicious back elbow. EO hits the ropes, ducks under a clothesline. EO off to the other ropes. Sasha goes for another clothesline. Cartwheel handspring by EO. Lands in the corner. Sasha charges in, but EO escapes through the ropes to the apron. A very unusual insecurity on Sasha. Rocking her back. EO to the top rope. Big missile drop kick connects. First cover of the match. Only a two count. Skip ahead a little bit. EO is still in control. Not by much, though. EO has Sasha sitting on the top turnbuckle. She's up there. Sasha's fighting her way out, though. Sasha slips through the legs, pulls EO down face first on the top turnbuckle. EO turns around. Sasha charges in. Big knee to the face, followed by a bulldog. Sasha off the rope, sliding Meteora. She covers EO, but only a two count as well. Sasha shoots EO to the corner. EO reverses, follows Sasha in. Sasha gets the feet up, double boot, catches EO, though. No, head scissors position, slams her face first into the turnbuckle. What a move by Sasha. EO in position. Now Sasha goes to the top rope. Big Eddie Guerrero frog splash. The cover one, two, kick out by EO Sky. What is going to happen as this match rolls on and we head to commercial break? All right, we're back. We're headed towards the end of this one. Been very back and forth all the way. EO has Sasha where she wants her in position for the moonsault. Sasha's able to recover. Scales the buckle. Step up knee lift. Sasha has EO on the top looking for the Hurricane Rana, but Sasha, or sorry, EO blocks it. Sasha lands face first. EO gathers herself on the top rope, turns around. Moonsault, but Sasha rolls out of the way, catches EO. Bank statement is locked in. EO with nowhere to go. EO is forced to tap out. But from behind, Bailey. Bailey's in with a steel chair and she beats Sasha down. 
I should have known these two would show up. Dakota Kai is out here as well. They're just putting the boots to Sasha Banks. Dakota NEO pick up Sasha, holding her there. Bailey grabs the title and cracks Sasha Banks in the face with it. My goodness. Just like that, the numbers game gets the best of the women's champion here. Bailey showing she has not done with Sasha. I guess the feeling is probably mutual there. We have to take a commercial break. All right, we are back. The most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, is already in the ring, ready for singles action. Smart Mark Sterling is out here with him. And here we go, the man who is slated to face our world heavyweight champion in our final pay-per-view, The Last Stand. Whether it's Seth or AJ, they've got a date with the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes makes his way out. Here we go. Referee calls for the bell. This one is, of course, a very technical matchup. We're going to skip ahead here a little bit. Brian Myers has the advantage. In the corner, he's lined up for a spear, charges in. Cody kicks him in the face. Drop down uppercut. Myers sells to the corner. Cody goes up for the 10 punches, but Smart Mark is up on the apron. Cody gets down, and he decks him. But from behind, there's Matt Cardona. He charges in. Cody sidesteps, tosses Cardona over the top rope to the floor. Cody turns around, spear by Brian Myers. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Cody Rhodes. Myers can't believe it. He is stomping away on Cody. He picks him up, going for a suplex, but Cody fights down. He picks Brian up for a suplex, but no, Brian fights down. Going for a suplex, Cody blocks it. Now, he gets Brian all the way up. He drops him face first over the top rope to the floor. What a bump, my goodness. Brian sells up, Cody hits the ropes. Tope Suicida takes out Smart Mark and Matt Cardona on the other side. Cody back in the ring, hits the ropes. Tope takes out Brian Myers. Cody outnumbered here, but currently in the driver's seat. We gotta take a commercial break. We are back from commercial since the break. Smart Mark and Matt Cardona have found several ways to get involved behind the referee's back. Brian Myers has the upper hand here. He's got Cody in a reverse chin lock. His knee is driven deep in Cody's back, but the crowd's getting behind Cody. He's fighting up. Elbows to the gut to get free. Cody off the ropes, ducks the clothesline, springboard disaster kick. Myers quickly up. He charges at Cody, but he sidesteps. Myers eats the buckle, sells right into a snap power slam. Brian sells up again. Cody with a jab, 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 and the bionic elbow. Cody's setting up. It's time for crossroads, but there's Smart Mark Sterling again to distract the referee. Cardona's in on the other side with the tag team title belt. He goes to hit Cody, but Cody ducks. He grabs Cardona, hits crossroads. Cardona rolls out. The belt is laying in the ring. Cody picks it up. The ref starts to turn around. Cody hits the mat, and he tosses the belt to Brian Myers. The ref sees Myers with it. He starts to call for the bell, but Brian and Smart Mark stop him. 
The ref goes to take the belt from Myers, but Brian Myers won't let it go. They have a tug-of-war with the title. The ref finally lets go, and the belt clocks Brian in the head. He sells back. Crossroads. The cover one, two, three. Cody Rhodes, despite being outnumbered, a big unexpected assist to help him secure the victory. Cody Rhodes has now beaten both tag team champions two weeks in a row. All right, we cut backstage. We see Edge power walking through the hallways, opening up doors and yelling for the Black Widows. All of a sudden, Caleb Braxton approaches him and Edge says, Caleb, have you seen him? Caleb says, no, but I wanted to. And Edge stops her. He says, do you know where they are? And Kayla says, well, no, but I wanted to. But Edge just walks away, continues looking around as we head to commercial break. All right, here we go. We are back from commercial break on her way to the ring. The goddess, Alexa Bliss. She made her return last week, a vicious attack on Bianca Belair. Let's see if we can figure out what's going on. Alexa says, I have a little story for all of you people. And since you're so dumb and you can't remember anything, let me remind you what has happened. I can wait here all night. I've got all night. Anyway, you see several weeks back, Someone I thought that was my very best friend, I can't even mention her name, decided that she would go against our friendship. She would break our bond because winning a title was more important to her. But what she failed to realize is the person she betrayed was the most dangerous female on the roster. And through a series of events, I've now placed myself at the top of this division. So, Pixie, you want to see what chasing a title is all about, you're going to have to go through me to do it. Because Bianca, yeah, that's right, I'm calling you out. I want a shot at your championship. And it's not that I have a problem with you. It's just, you're in my way. You're holding what I want. Well, I guess that's not going to sit too well. Here comes the Evolution Champion. Bianca Belair power walk into the ring. She double legs Alexa Bliss. The battle is on. Alexa swings wildly. Bianca going for KOD, but Alexa flips over, rolls out of the ring out of harm's way. Bianca Belair is fired up here. Alexa has a smirk on her face as she backs up the ramp, provoking the champ just like she wanted. Uh, we cut backstage. And we see Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog chatting it up as in walks Johnny Gargano. Gargano gives us pleasantries. And then he asks Triple H and Road Dog politely if they would give him and Shawn a minute. They leave. Shawn says, Johnny, what's this all about? Gargano says, listen, Shawn, you've been there for me when no one else was. You brought me back to the big time when Hunter's stupid father-in-law didn't want me. You're my mentor. You're my hero. You're the person I look up to the most. Sean, you know I've been on this quest to prove to everyone 
that I'm truly Johnny Wrestling, that I'm the best in the world. But the reason I'm so confident is because I learned from the best. I learned from you. But Sean, with all due respect, I can't truly call myself Johnny Wrestling until I've wrestled the best. And that's you. Sean looks confused. Johnny says, that's right. As my mentor, as my friend, I'm challenging you to a match. I just know that if I can hang with the showstopper, the headliner, the main event, that I can truly call myself Johnny Wrestling. Sean says, geez, Johnny, man, I haven't wrestled in several years. I, I don't mean this, any disrespect, but you don't need to face me. I'll tell you what. I'll sign a match with you and whoever you want. Johnny said, you're the match I want, Sean. Come on. Sean rolls his eyes and he sighs and he says, can you give me a week to think about it? Johnny sticks out his hand for Sean to shake it. Gargano says, I'll be waiting. As he leaves, we zoom in on Sean's face and cut to commercial break. All right, we are back. We're following Bianca Belair through the backstage hallway. She's yelling for Triple H. She spots him, but he's talking to Sasha Banks, who has an ice pack on her head and on her back. Triple H says, hold on, Bianca. Let me finish here. But Bianca keeps interrupting. Finally, Sasha steps up to Bianca and says, look, I'm here for the same reason you are. I'm trying to get my hands on Bailey. You'll get your turn, kid. Just hold on a minute. Triple H says, you know what? Let's solve this all right now. Bianca, you can defend your title at the pay-per-view against Alexa. Sasha, you and Bailey one more time for that Warzone women's title at the pay-per-view. But this time, no interference. You're not going to have to worry about Dakota and EO. We're going to do this inside a steel cage. But there's a little catch. I hope you two have put your differences aside because next week, it's going to be the two of you in a tag match against Alexa and Bailey. Sasha and Bianca stare each other down as we cut to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Well, this is not a scheduled match. Clearly, Elias can't get anything going here. I feel bad for him. Samoa Joe is not in a good mood. Here he comes. Joe slides in the ring. Elias swings his guitar, but Joe ducks. Coquina Clutch is locked in. Joe chokes out Elias and then rolls him out of the ring. Joe is yelling, come on, come on, as he looks at the entrance. It's going to be Joe versus Sheamus on the other side of this commercial break. Back from commercial, though, we're in the locker room. Edge is pacing back and forth. Finally, he gets close to the camera, and he says, All right, I've looked for you guys, and clearly you don't want to be found. So after this match, I'm headed to the ring. You come to me. You've accomplished what you wanted. You've taken everything from me. You want Adam? You got him. 
But be careful what you wish for. 12 minutes. All right, some eerie words from Edge. More on that in a little bit. Sheamus has made his way out here. He's going to face Samoa Joe. Bell sounds. These two are hockey fighting. What a vicious match that this is. Just clubbing blows between these two guys. Joe backs Sheamus into the corner. Left-handed jabs. Sheamus puts Joe in the corner. Knife edge chops. Joe with a knee lift. And another one. Shoots Sheamus off the ropes. Sheamus goes for the bro kick. Joe sidesteps Coquina Clutch. But no. Sit-down jawbreaker by Sheamus to break up the hold. Sheamus tosses Joe through the ropes. Pulls him up. Looking for Tim Beats, but Joe grabs the head. Big neck breaker across the top rope. Both of these guys are trading big shots here as we cut to commercial break. We are back. It has just been a brawl. The ref has barely had control of this one. Joe and Sheamus spill over the barricade and into the crowd. The ref really has no choice. He has lost control. The count is up to eight, nine, ten, and the referee calls for the bell. These guys have been counted out, but they don't care. The fans don't seem to care either. They are just brawling here. Wait, there's Wardlow. Where did Wardlow come from? Wardlow is battling with Sheamus and Samoa Joe as well. Oh, no. He's back. Brock Lesnar is back. He fights his way over to them. These four men are just battling it out. A sea of security trying to get a hold of these guys. Not only for their own safety, but for the safety of our fans. They're going to kill somebody. We have to somehow get this thing settled. These guys are just trying to tear each other apart. We have to take a commercial break. We will be right back. Ten minutes. We are back. We're in DX's office. Road Dog says, Trips, man, I need a week off. Triple H says, What are you talking about? Road Dog says, Man, everyone's just so needy tonight, bothering us and complaining. Triple H says, Dog, you technically don't even work in management here. <laughs> I invited you here once and you never left. About that time, the major players walk in. Road Dog rolls his eyes and walks out as Smart Mark says, Mr. Helmsley, I am coming to you on behalf of my clients about the way they've been treated the last couple of weeks with Cody Rhodes. It's unfair, and it's a miscarriage of justice. What are you going to do about it? Triple H says, Unfair? Hmm. You know, you're right. It is unfair. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let Cody find a partner to even the odds, and then your clients will defend the tag titles against Cody and his partner next week. How about that? Major players just start yelling, and Triple H walks out of his own office. We cut to the commentary desk where we want to let you know next week, you just heard it, Cody Rhodes and a partner of his choice are going to get a shot at the tag team titles, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. Hopefully, we're going to hear from Shawn Michaels. Hopefully, he's made his decision regarding Johnny Gargano. Seth Rollins will be in a six-man tag match next week, but our main event, we renew one of the biggest rivalries in wrestling history, Becky Lynch. And Charlotte Flair one-on-one next week in our main event. But as you see on your screen, Edge is making his way through the backstage hallway. He's tired of games. He's headed to the ring. We're going to hear from him next. You think you know me. (laughs) Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the Rated R Superstar Edge. Marching to the ring with purpose. He has a microphone. He says, all right, 
Playtime's over. We've done enough. We've seen enough. Malachi, Devil, Black, I don't care. All of you guys, get out here right now. Let's settle this tonight. I want to know who's behind this. And here they come. But there's more of them. I, I count at least 12 people in black hooded robes making their way onto the staging area, carrying torches, very druid-like. Five of them remove their hoods, revealing Malachi Black, Liv Morgan, Damian Priest, and the Lucha Brothers. Malachi starts to speak, and Edge goes, No, no, I don't need any explanations. I don't need any excuses. Where's the devil? Is it one of you on that stage? Well, he's here, right? Malachi looks at Edge and kind of shrugs his shoulders. And Edge says, Malachi, I've already beaten you, but you said this is not over. The devil's the only thing left. Then we hear a voice that we haven't heard before. And he says, Adam, I'm right here. And a figure emerges. The hood is still on. I'm right here, Adam. You wanted me? You think I'm the only thing left? You think this is the end? This is only the beginning. He slowly removes his hood to reveal Sting. No, it can't be. The devil is Sting. Edge has a confused look on his face, just bewildered. Sting says, that's right. I'm calling the shots. Not who you expected, huh? I tell you what, I don't need her anymore. As all of a sudden, one of the hooded figures throws someone down on the stage in front of them. Sting takes the hood off that person, and it's Beth Phoenix. Edge immediately gets out of the ring, runs up the ramp, but the lights go out. When the lights come back on, the Black Widows are gone, but Beth is still there. Her hands chained together. She looks in terrible shape. Edge runs up to her, grabs her as medical personnel rush out. To tend to her, the rage on Edge's face is something we've never seen before. Sting is the devil. I can't believe it. We're out of time. We'll see you on the War Zone next week. <laughs> what? <laughs> I uh, yeah, that that was amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, so. We control the sound, yes, for the board. We don't have a stunned silence sound because I didn't want to boo. I didn't want to cheer. I didn't know what to do because that's I, not on my list of expectations at all. Wow, that's crazy. A storyline that see is that one coming. A storyline that has Would been building suspected. since day one is finally revealed. Gosh, wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And and Gargano challenging HBK, I yeah. like where you were kind of going. That, that's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot. That was a really good episode. That was a really, really good episode. I almost I got that. ready to say, like, when you were speechless about Sting. I agree. I almost said, like, do you remember anything else that happened? Like, that well, was so, like, well, that, yeah, it was like, so huge. Sting, or not Sting, obviously, but Sean and, and Johnny is a big deal. Um, Cody fighting for the tag titles next week. Yep. It's very interesting. Um, just crazy. 
<laughs> uh, the four way whenever it happens. Yes. <laughs> is right up my alley. So I'm excited about that. Sign Andy yeah. up. Could could be all over mayhem, it's right, Tyler? All... Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I, I, I concur. All right, man. Tyler, anything else to add? No, I mean, there, there's nothing to insert there. It was just another tremendous episode, and, and now it's time for the mayhem portion of the show, and I, I can't wait to see what Andy uh, gives us. All right, here we go. 30 minutes on the clock. Let her rip. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole, and this is Pat McAfee, and tonight our PBWF champion will be in action against Will Ospreay, defending that championship. Adam Hangman Page makes his return as he will be going one-on-one with Tommaso Ciampa, and John Cena will be in action against Vincent. Plus, we will hear from MJF about why he made his return to mayhem and so much more. But we are kicking the night off with the Messiah of the wrestling world, CM Punk, who is here to either answer the challenge from The Rock last week or tell him, no, we are not sure what we are gonna get, but he is on his way out here to answer that call as he is in the ring and he has a microphone and he just lets the crowd boo. He says, coward. You know, every single person in this building is a coward. Telling me that I suck. I saved you from the crappy wrestling world. Anyways, a coward that's what you think I am? Well, then you must be looking in the mirror, Dwayne. You think I'm jealous of you? No, we are more alike than you think. We both walked away when things weren't going our way, and we made our triumphant return years later. We both have failed and succeeded outside of the wrestling world, but you want to know the one difference between us? I have never been and never will be a yes man to anybody. But you, Dwayne? You'll say yes to almost anything, won't you? Anything to get on top. You haven't earned anything. You've been handed everything, and that's what doesn't set well with me at all. As The Rock has heard enough, and he is making his way out there. As he gets into the ring, him and Punk are standing nose to nose, and The Rock is looking at him, and they're looking at each other, and he goes... Really? Punk, you and I are nothing alike. Yeah, you're right. I've had some failures in my career. I haven't been perfect. But you know what I see as the difference between you and I? I see greatness, 
And I see a man who has always wanted to be great, but could just never get there. Maybe you were held back. Maybe you were overlooked, but you would rather stay that way and complain than change it. As Punk kind of looks at him, Punk says, greatness, the only thing you've been great at is being delusional. You are average at best, and yet here you are, one of the biggest stars in the world, and you've made your career on being less than average. You're horrible movies, you're below average in the ring, but you know what you do? You make people believe. They believe in you, Dwayne. They believe you are great, but I know you aren't. So for your little challenge for a match at war, I accept. As Punk and Rock look at each other, The Rock says, good. But just remember this, Punk. You will never be me. As The Rock hits the Punk with a right and then another one and another one, he is just throwing hands. He's looking for the rock bottom, but Punk escapes and bails out of the ring. It has been made official. CM Punk versus The Rock one more time at war. We have to take a commercial break, but coming up next, Rhea Ripley will be going one-on-one with Scarlett. As we are back from commercial break, uh, we see, or we are backstage and we see Walter and the rest of Imperium making their way through the hallway when he is stopped by William Regal. And Regal says, look, Walter, just the man I wanted to see. I know you have been paying attention over the last couple of weeks and you know I have this match at war against Vince. We are one man short and I would love to have you on our side. As Walter looks at him and says, Mr. Regal, I respect you. We come from the same background and are very, very similar. But just like you would do 20 years ago, my answer has to be no. Because I need to keep my options open just in case you lose at war. (laughs) But good luck. As Walter walks away, we see LA Knight walk up to Regal and he says, just give up Regal as he puts his arm around him. You won't find another man to join you. Plus, even if you did, you are going up against the guy who just beat The Rock. Yeah, as he walks away. And we zoom in on Regal. As we cut back to the ring, Scarlett is already in the ring as the former Mayhem Women's Champion is on her way. But you have to wonder where her mind is as Cross and Scarlett both quit on the Judgment Day last week as she gets into the ring. And honestly, this one is over before it even really begins. Rhea Ripley just wipes her out with a big boot and just begins beating down on her. She pulls her up just to headbutt her, then pulls her up again and hits her with the riptide. Covers her one, two, three. Rhea Ripley made very, very quick work of Scarlet tonight. But she is just staring at Karrion Cross, who now slowly enters the ring and is standing face to face with her. Ripley and Cross are just refusing to break their eye contact, but finally Ripley slowly leaves the ring as Cross goes over to help Scarlett. Um, who knows where we were going with this one, but we have to take a commercial break. We are back from commercial break. And we cut to commentary where Michael Cole says, Welcome back to Mayhem, everyone. Still to come tonight, Roman Reigns will be in action against Will Ospreay defending his PBWF championship. Plus, still to come, we will hear... Well, wait a minute. This is not on our schedule at all as out comes 
Chris Jericho. He is making his way down to the ring, and apparently he has something he wants to get off of his chest as he gets into the ring with a microphone. And he says, over the last couple of weeks, I've done some soul searching. I've thought about all the things I've done in my career, all the things I've accomplished. But the main thing is where my career is going. Everyone knows my situation. The next match I lose is my last match. Regal wanted to remove that stipulation from my contract, but honestly, I stopped him. I need this kind of pressure. I need that motivation because that this is where this is going. As he pauses, he says, LA Knight, I'm calling you out. Get out here now. Jericho is calling out LA Knight. And it seems like the Megastar is answering the call as LA Knight gets into the ring. And he goes, what do you want, Jericho? I'm a busy man. I beat the Rock. I've got a lot of press. Why Why am I out here? What do you want? And uh, Chris Jericho looks at him and says, you know, you call yourself the Megastar. But we're going to see if that's true. Because I'm giving you the opportunity of a lifetime. You want to know why I called you out? When I was doing my soul searching, I realized something. All this time, I thought Vince was the thorn in my side. But it was you. You have caused all this. And I'm giving you the chance to end it. At the final stand, Chris Jericho versus LA Knight. My career on the line. As LA Knight smiles, he says, (laughs) what's the catch? Jericho says, there is no catch. Because I realized something. If I can't beat you, then I shouldn't even have a career. LA Knight laughs and says, you really are a stupid idiot. I accept. (laughs) As he bails from the ring, apparently we have already got our first official match for the last stand. Chris Jericho is putting his career on the line against LA Knight. We have to take a commercial break, but coming up next, Adam Hangman Page is making his Mayhem re-debut against Tommaso Ciampa. We are back from commercial break. The newest member of the Undisputed Era is making his way out to the ring, joined by the United States champion Adam Cole. And Champa shocked the world by joining Cole and the Undisputed Era at Living Legends, costing Kenny Omega the United States Championship. But the question everybody is asking is how loyal is Tommaso Champa truly to the Undisputed Era? Only time will tell but here comes the man who made his return to the mayhem brand just last week to help the elite with their undisputed era problem and we have been wondering if Paige would return to help the elite after they fell apart last year but here he is as Paige slides into the ring and just starts hockey fighting with Champa. the referee calls for the bell this is pure chaos to start He shoots Champa off the ropes and takes him out with a double leg takedown. Paige is just laying in the shots. Finally, Champa is able to break free and roll out of the ring. But Paige hits a springboard crossbody, wiping him out. He is now standing face to face with Adam Cole before just going right after Tommaso Champa again. He rolls him back in the ring and is looking for the buckshot lariat, but Champa grabs the referee, distracting him as Cole grabs his leg, distracting him. Finally, Paige, though, turns, or pushes Adam Cole off, turns around, but gets rocked with a forearm. 
Champa grabs him and hits Willow's bell, but taking him out. He is sitting down. He claps his hands, pats himself on the back. Can Adam Page get back in this match as we take a commercial break? We are back from break, and Champa is still in complete control. He is looking for the fairy tale ending, but Page reverses it and hits a nasty lariat, taking him out. Both men pull themselves back up to their feet and begin uh, trading punches. Uh, Tommaso goes for another one, but Page ducks underneath and takes him out with a drop kick. Page is firing up and begins to make the climb to the top rope. He goes for that moonsault, but Ciampa rolls out of the way. But Page lands on his feet and then hits a running shooting star press, taking Ciampa out. He pulls him up and takes him out with a dead eye. Pile driver covers him one, two. Ciampa kicks out. Page rolls back out onto the apron and is looking once again for the buckshot. But as he flips over, he gets rocked with a V-trigger style knee from Champa. He goes again for the fairytale ending, but once again, Page kicks him in midair, breaking free. He rocks him with a super kick before uh, looking once again for that buckshot. But Adam Cole slides into the ring and takes him out with a super kick. The referee calls for the bell. This one is thrown out. Cole and Champa just begin to beat down on Page. They are beating him down. He has nowhere to go. But here comes Kenny and the Bucks as they slide into the ring and just begin to take the fight to Cole and Champa. Here comes O'Reilly and Strong, who even out the odds. The fight is on between us, or between these two teams. Finally, security and referee are out here trying to break them apart. It is pure chaos. We have to take a commercial break. Mayhem on mayhem. We are back from commercial break and have finally calmed things down. We are at the commentary ca- uh, table recapping the events from earlier tonight. But all of a sudden on the stage, all eight men are out here once again brawling. Security and officials finally get them broken up again. And finally, Regal has made his way out here with a microphone. And he says, all right, gentlemen, I tried to see if you could handle your problems without me getting involved. But obviously that isn't true. But you know what? I have the perfect solution. At our upcoming pay-per-view war, it'll be the elite versus the undisputed era inside of war games. Oh, and to make things even more interesting, it'll be for the trios and United States championship. What a major announcement we heard from William Regal. Not one, but two war games matches. What a card this is shaping up to be. But we cut backstage where we see Will Ospreay in his locker room getting ready when in walks Renee Paquette. And she says, Will, I'm glad I caught you. What is your mindset going into your match tonight against Roman? And he says, my mindset is very simple. I've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Roman, on the other hand, has everything to lose. And I'm going to make sure that my hand is raised at the end of the night and I stand as your new PBWF champion. Well, that is still to come in our main event later on tonight. But here comes the 16-time world champion, John Cena. And you have to wonder what his mindset is going into this match after the last couple of weeks with Bray Wyatt. But he gets his chance to right all of those wrongs here tonight as he throws his hat, he throws his shirt, and he is in the ring. But it is going to be difficult for Cena to be able to get the job done as here comes Vincent all by himself. Well, we are talking about big match John here 
But honestly, we have yet to see him show up on Mayhem this season. So which version of Cena will we get tonight as Vincent is finally in the ring? And Cena, Cena, Cena immediately rushes towards Vincent, uh, rushes him back into the corner. But Vincent is in the ropes, uh, forcing Cena to slowly back away. But all of a sudden, Vincent slaps Cena in the face. He is just smiling, but then rocks gets rocked with a right hand. Cena is just taking the fight to him. He picks him up and plants him uh, on the top rope and plants him with a superplex. Covers him one, two, kick out. Cena is looking for the attitude adjustment, but all of a sudden the lights in the arena go out and they come back up and Bray Wyatt is at the bottom of the ramp rocking in his rocking chair. Cena looks absolutely shocked and confused, but from behind Vincent takes Cena out with a dragon sleeper. Can he get back in this match as we take a commercial break? 14 minutes. We are back from break and Vincent has been in control since Bray Wyatt appeared. He is looking for that acid drop, but Cena is able to reverse it and hit the attitude adjustment, but he has taken a lot of punishment and is not able to make the cover, but is able to pull himself back up as Vincent does as well. Cena is able to trip the leg and lock in the STF. He is wrenching back on Vincent in the middle of the ring, but all of a sudden Bray Wyatt stands up from his chair and catches Cena's eye as Cena lets go of the hold and is waiting for Bray. He's ready for the fight. He's waiting in the middle of the ring, but from behind Vincent goes to lock in the rear naked choke. But once again, Cena rolls him through, picks him up and hits the attitude adjustment, covers him looking in the eyes of Bray Wyatt. One, two, three. This one is over. John Cena gets the win, but all of a sudden Bray Wyatt quickly hits the ring and begins to beat down on him. Vincent join in, joins in as the two just let him have it. Vincent pulls Cena up and shoots him towards Wyatt, who takes him out with his sister Abigail. And Vincent is walking around smiling with uh, to Bray Wyatt. Um, but Wyatt stops him, and then he slaps Vincent in the face. I don't think Bray is happy about him losing here tonight, and he is letting him have it. Finally, Vincent drops to his knees and throws his arms out. Bray smiles, kisses him on the forehead, and plants him with the sister Abigail. Then he helps him up, and they make their way out as the lights go out as we cut to commercial break. Oh, my goodness. We are back from commercial break. And the devil himself is here on Mayhem as he made his return to Mayhem last week facing John Moxley, which ended in a disqualification. But then he showed up on Warzone to confront Edge, which didn't end that well for him. But apparently he is here to share some information with us as he is in the ring. And he has a microphone and he says, well, 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 what a warm welcome for the devil. No, 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 not the face-painted idiot devil, but the real devil of, of PBWF. Now, I've got a lot to get off my chest tonight. I'm just going to ignore you marks in the crowd. You can chant all you want. Your mother loves me. Everybody knows it. But first, I have something I need to say. Edge, you think you know me? Who do you think you are? I was simply coming out here or out last week to tell you that I wasn't the devil you were looking for. But after what you did to me, I'm the scariest devil in your future. And I'll get my revenge on you. But speaking of old has-beens who should have never come back, William Regal, you should have stayed away. We, we were actually doing you a favor when we took you out months ago. 
We were trying to help you realize that no one wanted you here anymore. Everyone says that you have one of the best minds in the business, and yet you were stupid enough to fire me last season. But now, now I get to make sure that you will never see this business again. Everyone knows our story. Everyone knows how you turned your back on me. But now I get my revenge on you. You are going to fall apart at my hand and let a real wrestling genius like Mr. McMahon run this place. As here comes John Moxley, who has apparently heard enough. And he's quickly making his way into the ring. MJF bails as Moxley rolls in. And he has a microphone. He says, MJF, you should learn to keep your mouth shut. All you had to do was stay away, but you couldn't help yourself, could you? Well, I've got some good news for you. Next week in the main event, you and I go one-on-one to determine who gets the advantage in war games. Mm. Oh, and that match will be a no-disqualification match. As MJF is losing his mind on the ramp. But next week, we heard it here. Moxley versus MJF in a no-DQ match for the advantage in war games. We have to take a commercial break. But coming up next, our championship main event. Ten minutes. Oh, we got time. We are back from commercial break. As Will Ospreay is looking to do the unthinkable here tonight and win the PBWF championship from Roman Reigns. But it's an almost impossible task. But if anyone can get it done on Roman Reigns, it will be Will Ospreay. Does he have Don Callis with him? He does not. Okay. <laughs> He's a good guy in my world. Uh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but here comes the tribal chief, the head of the table. And I'm being told that I must contractually say this. The best world champion in the PBWF. Shut up, clown. I'm sorry. I had to say that. Roman Reigns flanked by Paul Heyman. And Roman Reigns is looking to continue his historic reign here on Mayhem. As Roman is waiting for the pyro to hit. But Will Ospreay is waiting around as he bells from the ring and quickly makes his way up to the ramp. Roman sees him and meets him halfway up the ramp and just begins throwing hands with each other. Finally, Roman hits an uppercut on Will, knocking him back to the ring apron. He goes for a big boot, but Will ducks underneath it and rocks him with a super kick, sending him into the ring. He jumps on the apron and hits a springboard blockbuster, taking him out. The referee calls for the bell. This one is officially underway as Osprey stays on the attack and is climbing to the top rope and hits a shooting star press, followed by a running shooting star press, covers him one, two, Roman kicks out. Roman rolls out of the ring trying to get a breath, but that's not a good place to be as Will Ospreay leaps to the top rope and hits a crossbody, taking him out once again. He rolls him back into the ring and is looking for the Oz cutter, but Roman hits a Superman punch to the back of the head, taking him out of the ring as Ospreay rolls out of the ring. Will Ospreay be able, that's weird to say, will Will Ospreay be <laughs> able to win the PBWF championship as we take a commercial break? Eight minutes. We are back from break, and Roman has been in complete control. He is just taking his time, walking around the ring, beating down on Osprey. Roman pulls him up for the rock bottom, but Will is able to break out of it and hit a step-up in Zaguri, taking him out. Osprey goes for a drop kick, but Roman catches him and plants him with a sit-out powerbomb, covers him one, two. Osprey kicks out. 
Roman just mounts on top of him and just begins to bust him open with multiple punches to the head. Finally, Roman can sense the end is near and is in the corner. He yells, ooh, ah, and goes for the spear. But Will Ospreay catches him with a cutter. Ospreay is firing up, picks him up, and plants him with the Stormbreaker. Covers him. One, two. Roman kicks out at the last second. Will is setting up for that hidden blade, but Paul Heyman jumps on the well, kind of jumps on the apron, <laughs> distracting him. Who turns around though into a huge clothesline, taking him out of the ring from Roman Reigns. Roman is out after him and plants him with a rock bottom through the announce table. Will Osp- will Will Osprey be able to survive as we take our final commercial break? I love that you had to do it twice. I know, right? And I wrote it, so I screwed myself over. We are back from our final commercial break, and the Usos and Solo have made their way out to the ring. Roman has stayed in control, but both men are completely spent and tired. Osprey is bleeding all over the place as Roman is back in the corner. He's looking for that spear, but Osprey sidesteps him out of the way, rolls him up. One, two, Roman kicks out. Will, though, connects with a super kick, rocking him before he bounces off the ropes and hits a spear, but Roman is not able to make the cover. Finally, Paul Heyman is back up on the apron, distracting the referee as Solo slides in a steel chair to Roman Reigns. He grabs it and is going to crack it over the head of of Osprey, but Will hits him with a low blow, taking him out. The chair is still in Roman's face, and he hits him with the hidden blade, taking the chair to his face. He throws the chair out of the ring as the referee turns around. He makes the cover. One, two, Roman kicks out the very last second. He is looking for the Stormbreaker again, but Roman breaks out of it, shoots off the ropes, ducks under a clothesline, shoots off again, hits a spear, covers him. One, two, three. Roman Reigns retains the PBWF Championship here tonight. But you know, you know that Will Ospreay put up an absolutely amazing fight and gave it everything he had, but it just wasn't enough to get past Roman Reigns as he is in the ring celebrating. But Austin is here, and wait a minute. Austin's on his ATV as the Usos run up to stop him, but they get run over by the ATV. Solo gets taken out. Uh, He slides into the ring, but Roman bails from the ring. Austin is trying to even the odds, but will he be able to get the job done at war? Join us next week for more mayhem. A rattlesnake strikes again. I love it. I know. We're Jim Ross, man, the by God. I was Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> there so you go, funny. Stone Cold. Uh, and, man, I'll tell you, I, I love the Austin and Roman Reigns, Seth Ospreay. That was very interesting matchup. And Punk rock actions have been very fascinating to me so there, there's a lot more to unpack here but uh, you Listen, know i want to let you guys recap it's just a few of the highlights i and thought we're, we're talking a few there there's so many more i so thought that punk was about to list off all of rock's bad movies like i thought that promo was okay <laughs> I, I i thought I, I was waiting on it but i'm sure it'll come because punk has all the bullets left in the chamber. I'm oh, there's sure. still some bullets left. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. He's um, still got a lot. It's not only that when you have William Regal and your management team, do you have one war games? You have to have two you war have games, have two. apparently. Yeah, you have to have two. Tyler, two war games in one show. What is this? <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, why not? Andy's like, hey, I get Regal, and we we gotta we gotta do it, man. We gotta <laughs> do it in an undisputed era, and then MJF taking shots at Regal. It, it's perfect, and and Gunther, uh, not Gunther. Oh, pardon me, Walter, gimmick infringement. Here, <laughs> it is gimmick part. infringement. But Walter was. Yeah, Walter uh, turning down Regal. That was very uh, nice. It was nice. very interesting. I thought those two might have worked together. Yeah, I thought that would be interesting. That would be an interesting pairing for sure. Good grief, what an MJF promo, like Tyler mentioned. And the Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. segment, like, I'm just so, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what just happened. He doesn't accept losing. Well, yeah, I get that, but it was just. I don't know. I it like, was it, honest. So behind the peek behind the curtain, it was okay. reminiscent of the Daniel Bryan Bray Wyatt storyline. Okay. See, I don't know that one well enough to make yeah. that connection. Okay. Because he's sister Abigail to him. Like when uh, Wyatt joined, either. when Wyatt, when uh, Daniel joined, he offers himself up to be sister Abigail and a couple uh, of things. So. Got, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Good stuff all around, Tyler. Appreciate you moderating. Andy, what a great show. I'll pat myself on the back for a fun show as well. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Make sure that you guys follow us at PBW Podcast on (sighs) Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast. This show drops each and every Tuesday, so make sure you are tuned in for it. Andy, anything else to add, man, before we sign off? No, just uh, a lot of fun and, you know. We're almost to season, or we're almost up, uh, month five pay per view, and once we get past that, then the real fun really begins. That's exactly right, Tyler. We're almost at the end of month five. I can't believe it. I know. I, I mean, I am shocked. Where it's already here, and uh, we're we're not even through. I mean, all the surprises. I mean, you guys have to check out what these gentlemen are doing at the uh, Pipe Bomb uh, Wrestling Federation. It's been stellar. It's it's so good for Andy. Tyler, my name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you guys next week.